Mr. Mr. Scott Green, um, what's been going on, sir? Um, how are things? And I mean, tell me about life and insurance, all of it, everything right now. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I, I came into the insurance industry roughly, um, I think February will be the beginning of my fifth year. So four full years in uh, February of this year or 2019, um, kind of, kind of happened by accident. Uh, I had a, I was working at Verizon and I had a mutual family friend come in to buy some cell phones from me. And he is the agency principal here where I am, uh, Elliot insurance and his wife after, um, selling him his phones, she told me that I, I should uh, come into the insurance industry and and start working for her husband at the agency. Um, so it, it was not something that, you know, I was looking for at the time. I was happy where I was. And it just, uh, it, it totally, totally happened by accident. That's <clears throat> never, that's never happened to anybody in insurance before, Scott. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's told you, you are the rare exception and a unicorn almost of, <laughs> of origin stories in the industry. Um, real quick, what's better, cell phones or insurance selling them? Uh, you know, it, they're both, I think cell phones were easier because you are, you're a destination store where, or we were a standalone store. So people were coming to us with the intent to buy something. Um, it's very similar in some, some ways, I mean, I, I, I still, the biggest thing for me is I want to educate my customer and, and let them know, you know, back then it was treating everyone like you're selling your grandma a cell phone, explaining the, the whole smartphone uh, rush that took place and how to do the certain, certain things with the phones and, you, whenever you would see the light bulb go off, it, it just, it was the best feeling. And it's the same thing in insurance. I mean, when you're explaining limits of liability and deductibles and stuff like that, that doesn't, nobody gets hyped about that. They, uh, but when you really see it start to click where they understand what split limits are versus combined single limit, um, it's very rewarding for myself to, to, uh, to see them begin to understand because before I came into insurance, I was the same way. I, I had no idea what all these terms were. And, and that's, I mean, that's certain, I think what hooks a lot of people is the ability to help and make, make something that is confusing, um, you know, sometimes unpleasant and make it, you know, uh, an easy and, and at least an experience that they feel good about and they understand uh, real quick. And this is interesting. And this is, this is a, I, I see this conversation pop up pretty consistently and, and you having kind of gone through it, you know, there's this question or this thought in the industry of, do I hire somebody that has experience, somebody that has license, somebody that knows insurance and, and uh, actually I've seen it in just two groups, you know, two group posts in the last two days, or do I go get just somebody that outside of the industry or what, what's the downside to, um, you know, hiring somebody that is not licensed, that isn't whatever. 
And having gone through that, having entered the the industry that way, uh, how did you see it firsthand of being somebody that was just a sales guy, right? And that's what I'm assuming your your you know your principal's wife saw in you that hey, you were just a good sales dude, and you're a good person. And like uh, this and this translates easily to insurance. We can't teach you some of those skills you already have, but we can easily teach you insurance. Was that kind of the mindset, or what was that experience? Sure. I mean, <clears throat> so my experience, you know, when I was working in the cell phone world. Um, I, I was out looking for, we, we would hire people all the time too. And it was never about, you know, trying to pick someone away from another store or uh, another company. It was more about, uh, looking for the right people. And, and some of the people that we hired, uh, at the, when I was there were people that worked in fast food that just had great personalities. And, um, you know, I, I've learned too as a salesperson, when I'm, when I'm trying, you know, you're always trying to be a student of the game. So, um, going out and and having those, those conversations with people that wait tables or, or other salespeople, you're, you're looking in my opinion for people that provide that unique customer experience, whether that is going out to eat or buying your insurance from the person. I mean, I, I feel like, all the product knowledge and or, or products, whatever industry you're in, that can be taught. Um, but it's very difficult to teach people skills. So no matter no matter what field you're in, whether it be uh, waiting tables, whether it be selling cell phones, uh, selling insurance, the product knowledge can all, in my opinion, all of that can be taught. But you cannot teach people skills. To people, it's very difficult. You can't train someone to have empathy for people or um, be able to relate with people and and have those have those uh, those real tough conversations with people. There's, I mean, in the insurance industry, I think there's a place for everyone, um, but I, I don't think it's necessary to have that insurance background in order to be successful in this, in this field. Yeah. I mean, what was that experience like? I mean, how, you know, what was the process like bringing you into the agency, getting you licensed? Um, how, you know, how long did that process take? What was your experience kind of going through it? Well, what I did was where I was working at the time, uh, I had a really great manager there who, who knew that the insurance field was something that I wanted to pursue and, and at least try out. So while working full time there, um, I had a family at the time. Uh, I was taking the classes Did you get rid of the family? Friday, Saturday, and Did you get rid of the family. What's you that? You had a family at the time. I didn't know if you got rid of the family. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I, I was a new, new father at the time. Um, gosh, I think my son was, was one when I actually got licensed, but you know, one of those things of, it, it was very, very stressful at the time, uh, you know, working the, the 45, 50 hours of the week and, and then going to class on the weekends. But, um, once I, I had a lot of people in my class at the time tell me the fact that I had no, uh, prior experience in insurance was actually going to be helpful for the test because, most of the rules or, or the questions that they're asking you about have to do with ISO, which is is like a bare 
bare bones breakdown of, of what a policy covers and anymore. Um, you know, my, my agency principal says that insurance truly, truly, in most cases, puts you back better than where you were before the, the loss ever happened. So, yeah, so obviously, you know, just it wasn't the, was it that, that allure of, again, being there on, on someone's worst day in insurance that kind of, that kind of hooked you, that grabbed you initially, or, or was it something else? Um, I, you know, I think, I think that's part of it. I mean, I'll tell you, one of the things that I, I struggled with when I first started out in this industry is being the guy that constantly, you know, they, they tell you to go out and ask your family and your friends. And, and I didn't want them to see me as the sales guy who was constantly just trying to sell them insurance and, and things like that. But at the same time, you know, one of my, one of my big points to people, and, it, and it's no offense to, to these captive agencies, because I'm sure some of them do it a different, a little differently, but, um, you know, if, if someone is with, with a captive insurance agent, I always ask them. So if your house burns down at three o'clock in the morning, who are you going to call? And, and they'll, you know, they'll tell me, I, I guess state farm. And I was like, well, do you have my cell phone number? And for a lot of times that, that clicks to people. I mean, when you're going through one of the worst situations in your life, I want to be that person that you can lean on and that's going to help you get through it. Um, I, you know, I, it's crazy too, to think back at, at four years old, my, my parents house, our house burnt to the ground and they were renting at the time. And two weeks before the house burned down, they canceled their renter's insurance because they couldn't afford $19 mm -hmm. a month. And it's kind of crazy how, you know, I've been through one of those traumatic experiences in our life where we had nowhere to go. We had nothing but the clothes that we had on at the time and to watch just how much my parents really struggled with that. I mean, that's, that's a big time, like very, very traumatic experience. I think what's interesting is that most of us that, that sell the thing haven't really had that thing happen to us. Right. Sure. Um, we, we know the thing and I, you know, being a health insurance guy, I hear constantly, why do I spend this much money for a $6,000 deductible? What's it doing for me? And those people that have, don't know that a, you know, a half a million dollar medical bill is waiting around the corner. Um, and, and it's, it's the idea that, you know, Hey, listen to the 19 bucks and all that stuff. And so how is that, how have you kind of used that? You know, what does that look like in your kind of, you know, I mean, I would still consider you pretty new in the industry. I mean, you know, four years, I'm sure you're still learning a lot. I don't, you know, we haven't really dove into, you know, kind of what you're getting after, but I mean, how has that shaped, you know, just the, the, you know, the, the small time that you've had to kind of convey that to families and, and, and individuals? Well, sure. I, you know, I think it's, it's one of those, uh, one of those things where, um, you just explain to people, like it, it's not insurance is one of those things. Just like you said, we get a bad rap. It's like, I pay you all these premiums and I never use it or I, I, it's something I'm not ever going to use. And the thing is, I mean, it's not a matter of if you're going to use it, in my opinion, it's when, I mean, when that big catastrophic event happens, whether that be, you know, tornadoes that have gone through Xenia, Ohio, that 
my my agent principal saw when or agency principal saw when he started out in the industry or um, you know home fires that that we're currently dealing with in our agency. I mean, you just you want people to know that that they have you as a resource or or again to lean on when when that event happens. And again, you know, the saying of you never know what kind of company or, or what kind of insurance you have until until you have to use it. Uh, it's kind of the same with with your agent as well. Yeah. And so, I mean, what does that look like? What do you what do you you know, what is working for you in your agency? Like, what are the things that is really kind of connecting? Like what what's like the thing that this is the way that I'm, I'm selling insurance that, that is kind of working? Um, for me, uh, the, these four years have been interesting because the first two days, I feel like it was very, or first two days, first two years, I feel like it was very common for me every day to, to second guess, like, was this the thing for me to do? Because I was making good money where I was, I, w- I was doing, um, things for my family. Uh, you know, I was taking care of my family, but, um, uh, I'll tell you, as far as uh, for me, what my, what my thing or for me, what's important is I have to be doing something that I'm helping people. And this, I, I very much feel, feel like I'm helping people in this field, um, helping people understand what their coverages are, helping people understand what they do in the event that something happens. Um, so those, so those first two years I spent just about every day, um, engaging in the community, doing, uh, volunteer stuff, uh, serving on different committees, different boards. And, um, that has been huge for me now even though I wasn't seeing any return on it, you know, when I first started out, I, I feel like that plan helped me a ton because even though I, w- again, I wasn't seeing any results at the time, it's almost like at year three, you start to build that credibility that, you know, you are in this industry for the long haul. And, you know, you and I both, we know that an in insurance turnover is so high. I mean, just in the four years I've been here in town, there's been so many agencies that have just had agents come and go. And, and I think, I think a lot of times that is again, just, just not hiring people. Sometimes you're hiring people with a certain degree or certain, uh, industry knowledge, things of that nature. But, but that doesn't, um, I don't know. That doesn't always necessarily mean success. Uh, if, if you don't know how to talk to and, uh, take care of people. So what, what's kind of helped you stick in the industry for, for the four years? I mean, what's, you know, like you said, like you, 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 you try not to second guess, you try not to question, um, you know, you've, you found yourself building that credibility. What, what kind of kept you in it during that time? Um, gosh, just, not wanting, not wanting to quit, not, um, not wanting to, uh, let, let my family down, let myself down. I'm, I'm not a quitter. Um, 
it, it just it constantly when I would start to have that doubt, it just made me want to get better. Um, it made me want to meet more people and and shared with them what it is I do. And, you know, if you ever need me, here's my here's my card or, um, you know, how, how many people do we talk to that say I've been with my insurance agent for 35 years? And, you know, my line is, OK, no offense, but if if you if that agent ever dies or you need an I'm just asking to be number two in line. And a lot of cases, all those no's that I had all that time, which I'm not very good with rejection, but um, you have to learn not to take it personally. And and those no's that happened in the first and second years are turning into yeses now. Um, yeah, and there's something to be said for persistence, uh, I, I guess, you know, and, and not even necessarily persistence, but patience uh, through that persistence. Uh what I guess I'm curious. What um, what is kind of your focus on the insurance world? Like, what do you like to go after? What's what's your favorite thing to sell? Uh, my my favorite thing to deal with is is anything personal lines. Um, I want to deal with families. I want to help them protect that that big dream home that they just bought. Their you know their biggest assets. Um, small commercial. Uh, businesses like the bops and things like that. I love to, I, I like dealing with the mom and pop stuff and, um, you know, the, the, the family owned businesses, the, um, the coffee shops, things of that nature are, are really my, uh, my go-tos, I guess my, you know, my, my favorite thing or my, my favorite people to deal with. So some personal lines and, and as the personal lines developed into like the, the small business. So like if you've got a client that has a business, you want to take care of that or does it, does it start with the small business, go into the personal lines? Do you, do you like the approach it one way or the other? I, I don't have really a set way of how I approach it. I mean, the, um, my, my key to any success that I've had in this industry so far is uh, always uh, always listen to people, uh, treat treat people like they are the only person in the room. Um, you know, there's been so many people that I've talked to and opportunities that have opened just because of people that they know um, or, or, or people that I've been in the room with just introducing myself at chamber events where, you know, they might be the the owner of a, of a company that might be a, you know, $25,000, $50,000 account. And I, and you have no idea um, unless, you know, you're asking those questions out of people and, and just, I, I mean, you can't teach people to care, but uh, I, I think that's, that's where I've really, really found my success is when I'm talking to people, no matter, I don't care who it is. I, I, I care about what they're saying. Yeah. And, you know, um, that's, that's certainly something that I find, you know, being, being fellow Ohioans, Scott, that we are naturally good at Midwestern folk, um, where, you know, maybe other parts of the country that might not be the first thing that comes to mind. I'm not picking anybody, Scott. I'm just saying, sure. Um, um, but let's, let's kind of shift that, that focus to, you know, 
exactly, you know, some of the things that, that, you know, you're going to be talking about, I guess we haven't really said this is the fun part. Uh, you're going to be speaking at elevate 2019 in new Orleans, Louisiana. And, um, I'm kind of excited to hear some of the things that you got in store in mind that, that, um, that we'll be kind of going over in that session. I, I am really excited. I, so, uh, Sydney reached out to me, gosh, uh, I think it was the day of, or the day before my birthday. And, um, I had really talked to my wife about, uh, the experience that I had to elevate 2018 and how incredible it was for me just to kind of relight that fire inside of me for this industry, uh, being around, uh, certain people, um, meeting the Joey's and the Jared's of the world that really just helped me with, with ideas, um, that I, I really, you know, wouldn't have even a thought of, but, uh, the reason Sydney reached out to me is we, I did a video with a, a business here in town and, and a, a very close friend of mine, we did a spinoff of the, the office linebacker and, um, Sydney reached out to me. She said she loved the video and there was discussion with, with you guys at agency nation about, uh, possibly having me come and speak. So, um, my, my whole topic of discussion is just going to be how, uh, what I've done with, with video in our agency, where we're going with video in our agency. Um, I know that's very generic, but, um, just, just how it's really benefited us. And, uh, we just had a new producer come into the office. Uh, he is third generation, actually third generation, three generations working in the office. He's the fourth generation in the agency, but, um, we're going to, uh, bring him into some videos. And, and the interesting thing for me with video, as far as helping me is I've just been a part of a lot of videos in our community. Um, with the accounting firm that's here and, and we've never, we've never paid anything as an agency out of pocket to be a part of those, but it's, it's been a huge part of building my brand, um, showing people who I am as a person, as a professional, um, and, and just, you know, coming off as the, the fun guy or the, the happy go lucky guy that I am. Well, yeah, I think, I think too, that what, what's interesting about that, Scott, is, you know, people, agents look to whether it's video or whatever strategy and they think like it's a, a, they have to do it all themselves. And what's fascinating about what you've kind of, kind of snuck into is, you know, that's a, that's a different, that's a whole different kind of partnership, right? And I haven't really seen much of that happening. I mean, I guess I'm not paying attention to tons of accounting videos, but you know, leveraging other businesses. I mean, that's like a referral partner thing, but on video, right? Like you're like a, you're like a, a supporting, you know, character, like, you know, like you get a supporting Oscar nomination <laughs> sort of thing in a, in an accounting video and, 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 you know, looking for that, those partnerships. And, 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 and I think one of the fascinating things about that is you're willing to kind of, like you said, brand yourself in a way that is different from, from other people. And that takes kind of, you know, courage in, in its own right. But to look to do it in an interesting way where, you know, you're not just doing it in front of and for your business while that's important. It sounds like that's something that you're, you guys are currently in the mix of, of kind of doing. But looking for those partnerships to where, you know, hey, they might be doing some video or they might be about to do some video. Why don't we see if we can't, you know, co-star 
you know, do like, you know, do some comic book crossover type stuff and, and, and let's really join forces. And that makes it that much more informative and, and really. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's been great for me because yeah. it, it has been beneficial for me and my business, but at the same time, when, when I, when I've agreed to do these things, it's never been, okay, what is this going to do for me? It's what can I do? Um, or, or what about me being in this can, can help you, uh, be more successful in your business. Now I, I will caution people. Uh, (laughs) one of my experiences, um, with my buddy Blake at LWS, uh, I constantly, I've had people show up to sign insurance paperwork with me at Blake's office at LWS because that's where they thought I worked. Um, and, and people have also approached my wife and asked her how, how I'm doing during the tax season because, you know, with deadlines and everything. And it's like, wait a second, he, he doesn't do taxes. He's, he sells insurance. So that's one of the things I, you know, it gets kind of sticky or, but it's also, you know, we've, we've, we've had fun with it um, instead of making it a negative thing. I mean, I think that's how we have to be not only, not only if it's when you're doing videos or anything of that nature, but also when you have a customer in front of you, um, but I, I, I did want to caution people. One thing that I've noticed is where it's become kind of sticky for me is I've had people show up to sign, uh, insurance policies at Blake's office because they thought that's where I worked. Um, or, yeah. uh, my wife is a preschool teacher. They'll, she'll have parents dropping their kids off in the morning, uh, during tax season and, they'll ask her how I'm holding up with all the tax deadlines coming up. So, you know, that's, that's one thing we, we've made kind of light of it and had fun with it. And, uh, you know, if you ever watch the office linebacker video that we did, that's a big reason why I put in there. No, seriously, I sell insurance. And then that was kind of a joke in our community to, to kind of poke fun at the, uh, the perception that people have. Well, that's so. I think that I think you, um, I think you hit on something that people underestimate with the with video. It's like, you know, you put yourself out there. Like they 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 make a very it's a very direct association, right? And it's so powerful, right? Um, you are a part of. They they think you're a part of a company, a business that isn't even an insurance agency, and that's how that's how powerful that that video is. Sure. And I, I just, it's something that is, I think, kind of lost on, on a lot of people of, of, of how much implied authority, whether rightfully so or not, I'm not saying not, but, you know, just, you know, it's basically made an accounting form, a firm, made people think an accounting firm also sells insurance, um, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Right. Right. Yeah. So, Scott, let's wrap this thing up. Sure. You're gonna you're gonna be at Elevate, uh, March twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm gonna put the shameless plug in here. ElevateConference.com. If you have not gotten your tickets, come hang out with me and Scott, uh, and Sydney, and obviously everybody at the uh, at the uh, Agency Nation crew and team, and have fun. I'm um, looking forward to you know kind of again hearing more about your story, Scott, as far as you know what that has done for you and, and how you can kind of uh, help other people kind of take that step get in front of that camera and, and kind of do something that maybe might not necessarily be very comfortable. Um, but, um, any final thoughts that I didn't get? Um, I, I want to ask one final question, I guess, I think, uh, before I let you go, 
I, I got to know what what phone is in uh, is in your pocket right now. Being a being a former phone salesman, I am a Galaxy Note Eight guy. Okay, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll never, I'll, I'll never say never, but I don't think you'll, you'll catch me with an iPhone. 